0: Welcome to the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour.
1: Welcome into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake joined by joined by Coach Dickinson and Clayton McClaw Harris. Good Thursday afternoon to you and thank you for joining in. And like I said, this is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour on WKOM 101.7 FM broadcasting straight off of West 7th Street in downtown Columbia, Tennessee. What a beautiful day. Man, it is. It's something else. I mean, this is I'm telling y'all, this is the time of year that we that we live for. This is the time of year that we want to uh, get out Enjoy the weather, enjoy Middle Tennessee, all its beautiful fall sights and colors, and uh, I, I just, you know, I just the hair raises on the back of my neck when I start to think about it. It's just so great. And if you got a lot of trees in the yard,
2: you're getting to do a lot of leaf leaf <coughs> man. Right the leaves you. are falling. I'm pro-
0: I'm protesting against raking. <laughs> I tell you
1: what. <laughs> I tell you what, I'm going to give a little
0: plug out for
1: Echo uh, leaf blowers because I, <laughs> yeah. I have gotten my money worth, my money's worth times 10. Is yours a backpack blower? No, it's just a handheld. If I've
2: it, got two backpack blowers, and you're talking about game changers.
1: Oh, without a doubt.
2: I mean, you know, I just find one little area of the yard. I just blow all the leaves
1: over there and keep them kind of corralled over there. Well, when
2: you, when you actually – Crank it up, and you reach down and put it on your back, and you, you got that big wand out in front of you. You control it. You know, you become a macho man against the leaves. You press that button, watch them leaves start flying, and it's it's, it's fun.
1: There you go. I tell you who had fun last night, and that was the darn Houston Astros in Philadelphia.
0: What a series!
1: And I tell you who did not have fun. There was, there was
0: all was, nine starters, all, all nine starters, and
1: all their fans in in, in veterans not Veteran stadium. What is that called up there? Is that I don't know, they uh, they might change names. I don't know what that's called. But anyway, where they play uh, where the Phillies play that the a lot of their fans were not happy, and the Philadelphia Phillies team as a whole, an organization was not happy, and that series got tied up two two and game five is tonight. But last night, Kristen Javier, the starter for the Houston Astros, um, Citizens Bank Park, by the way. Okay, so at started for the Astros at Citizens Bank, Citizens Bank Park, Park. And uh, man, he had no hitter going through six, and pitching no hitter didn't have. He had a no hitter through six, and then Dusty Baker de- decided. We're gonna keep this train rolling as a committee, right? So they, so they pulled
0: him. Yeah.
1: So they pulled him, pulled him after six, and uh, I think uh, the next guy up was Montero. Let me see who I can make sure I get this right. Um, who was that? Montero and Presley, and there was some other guy. But anyway, they got it. They got in. Three pitchers came in behind. Uh. Kristen Javier and they pitched an inning apiece and they no hit the uh they no hit the Phillies. Yeah. Only the third time in postseason play
0: in the history of major league baseball. I think the first time since nineteen fifty two, I believe. 56. Fifty six. Fi was
1: it fifty six. Yep. Uh and a Yankees Yankees pitcher did it then, right? Larson.
0: Yeah, Don Larson Don. and uh Yogi Berra was his catcher.
1: Okay, so, uh, you know, it's very rare if you all got to see it, congratulations, um, but it's a obviously a very rare feat because this is only the third no-hitter in postseason history, only the second uh, no-hitter in World Series play during the World Series, and I mean, you know, there's been a lot of dang baseball yeah. played, so uh, that was the real deal last night, and uh, uh it's tied up 2-2, and game five is tonight because the series, the seven-game series is set up two, two in Houston, three in Philadelphia, and then two back home for Houston. Um, so tonight is obviously a very pivotal uh, game, and uh, the Astros have Verlander going for, going uh, starting the game for them, and Syndergaard is pitching for the Phillies. So we'll see what happens. I tell you what. I tell you what Justin Verlander has going for him. Kate Upton, absolutely right, that. man. Is she's smoking or what? I'm I mean, I am telling this. I mean, I'd have to work with her up in the up in the uh, up in the owner's box, blowing me kisses. I'd have <laughs> yeah. to, I'd have to put a little extra into each pitch. You know what I mean?
0: <laughs> I understand. I mean, uh. she
1: did a she did a. I think she's been in the Sports <laughs> Illustrated swimming suit edition a couple times, but I remember one one addition that she was just overflowing with beauty and, and uh, just – I mean, it was – She was throwing a no-hitter. I'm you? telling you what, that baby suit was doing all it could to keep everything, you know, <laughs> undercover. But uh, so if you're a Texan fan, good luck tonight. If you're a Phillies fan, good luck tonight. And if you're a baseball fan in general
0: – Enjoy I mean, a good series. So you far. know
1: – 2-2. And the game, it's tied up 2-2, but – the games have kind of been, except for uh, game. What was it? Game two that the Houston had the five nothing lead, and then Philly yes. came back. Yeah. yeah. Now that game, and, and of course, there's only been four games, but the other three have kind of been decided. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, you know, I'm I'm kind of waiting for that. You know, that that four three, five to four, six to five game, you know, that call at the plate
0: and you know You may get that tonight. It, tonight would I would have to imagine would be a must win for the Phillies.
1: And you know, and I texted you last night and what what what's up with what's up with them putting a
0: mic on the umps now? I'm and not a fan. When
1: when they when they do the video review like they're like their NFL referees and you know the NFL said, after further review uh, the ball, the receiver was right heel was out of bounds when he caught the ball. So it's incomplete, you know. And he kind of explains what's going on. Well, in baseball, you know, you're you're sitting in the stands eating a hot dog, you know, and it's kind of baseball. There's not a lot going on. Matter of fact, I told you, you guys the other day. There's in a three hour baseball game. There's only eighteen minutes of action average. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, you know, so there's a lot of downtime sure. in that in that in that three hours and. And, you know, I think part of the game is the umps are part of the game, watching watching him call ball strikes and watching them punch him out at first base or call him safe at second on the steal, whatever the deal is. And the, and we're all used to, baseball fans are all used to watching umpires give signals, whatever it is, you know, like I said, safe, out, whatever the deal is. Well, you know, if if they go back and they look at video review – and when, they, when video review first came out, you know, they would huddle. They'd go over behind the plate and they'd look at the video review and then they'd turn around and he'd give the out signal
0: oh, or, or safe, safe. signal yeah. and the ball went on. Now they've got darn mics on them. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Not a fan. I mean. <laughs> just give the signal.
1: Just give the signal. Give out, out, you know, save. home run home. signal, whatever the deal is, just give the darn signal. You don't have to – we don't have to listen to him. I mean. And and that puts a little more
2: pressure on the umpire because he's got the mic now and he's got to remember, I got to turn it off. I got to turn it on. I got to turn it (laughs) off. Got to turn it on. And so, uh,
1: I mean, it's just not necessary. No, it's not. Uh, but I tell you what, I am, uh, I really haven't paid much attention who's been in the, in the Fox box doing the broadcast, but the
0: John Smoltz,
1: John, John, I'm pretty impressed with Smoltz. Smoltz, Smoltz Smoltz is is has a, i mean he's a great pitcher for the braves and for many years and uh he does i think i think i think smokes does a pretty good pretty darn good job he you know uh and then uh what was pretty impressive the two games ago was when uh harper called uh bomb over a boom or whatevers name b o their third i think he's the third baseman B O H M with long hair Of course all of them have long hair now but uh he called uh, before, right before Bomb went up to the plate. He went, whispered something in his ear. I don't know what he whispered in his ear. Let me tell you, get a haircut. The, in- the <laughs> inning was over, so Bomb was up first the next the next inning. And I swear, I think it was the first pitch he sent right over to the left field wall. I don't know, and I don't know what Bryce Harper told him, but he whispered something good in his ear. Wow! And they asked him, they asked him about that, and he he wouldn't give it up. So. So we don't know. But that's uh either here and there. So, 7 o'clock start tonight, game five. Good luck to both teams. So if Houston wins tonight and they go back to Houston, they win. They they'll, win be up, they'll be up 3-2 when they win one more, it's over. Okay. Anybody, yeah. It's,
0: this a, it's this a must is, win for the Phillies, in my opinion.
1: It's at home, too, if you don't go.
0: They, they need and try to,
2: win to win this game. Yeah.
1: Okay.
0: Because, right. because if Houston wins, they're going to win one of two back at Houston. I would imagine. Oh, yeah.
1: Okay. So... Um, what else we got? Oh, we got somebody's playing. Who's Thursday cut?
0: night? Thursday night football, man.
1: Thursday night football is tonight, and uh, Eagles. Eagles are going to the Texans. Right, we got one win Texans. We've got we've got the NFC versus a home team AFC dog, Uh and you know what the betting trend says on that?
0: Yeah, but you saw the Texans Titans game, right? <sighs>
1: I know, I get it, I get well, but it. But what
0: about it. the rule of not betting against the streak?
1: <sighs> well, what, you know,
0: Philadelphia's what seven and zero. I don't know if I want to bet it. <laughs>
1: I know it might be one to lay off, but uh, I have, I have. Uh, you have got,
0: a Magic Eight Ball. I have
1: I, the Magic Eight Ball, and I talked earlier today, and that Magic Eight Ball came up with a little play on tonight, and we're going to get to that later in the show. Later in the show. Um <laughs> What else? Oh, there's a foot. There's a college foot. There's a pretty big
0: college football game this weekend. Yeah, down in Athens, right? It's it's in the state of
1: Georgia, and it's doesn't it involve doesn't involve Herschel Walker or Raphael Warnock or Stacey Abrams or, or Governor Kemp. Doesn't involve any of those people. That, that that's next week. That that'll be next week. That that'll be another big game. But uh, this <laughs> Tuesday night five this weekend at two thirty. Uh, For any of you all that have been living under a rock or been in jail for, you know, an extended period of time this fall.
0: Or can't smell mothballs. Exactly.
1: (laughs) Uh, Haven't noticed how much orange has suddenly popped up in your neighborhood (laughs) or that you have not seen uh, for, well, quite a long time. I mean, you're... You might, have, you might have a college graduate that doesn't really understand what that color stands for. I don't know. It might have been that long since they've... A since
0: lot of Adidas orange out there. <laughs> yeah, they, there you go. <laughs> you
2: know, we, had, we had Halloween uh, Monday night. Was it Monday? <laughs> yeah, it was Monday. Monday night, and I went to Halloween uh, party. Monday night, with a bunch of people, and everyone was dressed up in orange. You know?
1: Everybody was dressed up. Everybody was dressed yeah, in Tennessee orange. Balls, uh
2: the kickoff party, something. No, it's <laughs> Halloween. I said, "Oh, okay." Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, at two thirty um, this Saturday, the Vols are going down into hostile territory, down into Athens, Georgia, to play the the number
0: w- one ranked Vols.
1: The number one ranked Vols. Okay, <laughs> so what I mean, and and, and what's your when you, when you saw the balls, Clayton? Give me your give me your Right off the top of your head, the first thing you thought when you saw the Vol- the Vols at number one,
0: I wasn't surprised just because of their schedule and who they played and who they beat. And I think it says a lot about you know Alabama too that you know they respect what they did against Alabama. So therefore, they put them at number one. When I saw Georgia at three, I wasn't really surprised because they really hadn't played anybody. But seeing Ohio State at number two was kind of surprising because the only team they've really played is Penn State. And that okay. was that was a close game. So, I think Georgia's better than Penn or better than uh, Ohio State. And um, I think Tennessee, I think Tennessee's going to create problems for whoever they play because of how they can score points. Uh, Georgia having issues on defense with injuries is that's going to be a storyline for that game. Starting safeties out, middle linebackers out.
2: Boy, well, uh, if you are a, a Georgia coach. You're kinda of excited because that's some of the best bulletin board stuff you can hang in a locker room. They disrespecting us. They jumped Tennessee over us, took us out of our number one ranking, A P. ranking, and in the playoffs they put us down here at number three. So that's bulletin board stuff.
0: You know, the and I agree. I think the advantage Tennessee has though is Josh Heifel. I don't think he's I don't think he's kinda of goofy like Butch Jones or, or Jeremy Pruitt. He he's a smart guy. He's, oh, not, yeah, he's, he's smart. not he's not a Derek Dooley. Not not that there's anything wrong with Derek Dooley, but um I think he's I think he's a very high IQ guy. And, and I th- I think he's gonna have him ready. And I'm not you know, again, from what I've seen, I've yet to see somebody other than really Pittsburgh that's held Tennessee's offense at bay. I mean, it just hadn't happened. Since that off week and they played L S. U, they've just They've scored a lot of points. Speaking of Derek Dooley,
2: though, you know Vince died first week, wasn't it? Last week he did. He died last week. Yeah. And, and, you know he only had one losing season in his coaching career and won one national championship with Herschel Walker, of course. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. One I remember. losing season. That's goodness. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. You know. So, um, well, that's it's going to be uh, it's going to be quite the game. We're we're rolling into our first break. This is the Front Port Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake with Clayton and Coach Dickinson, and uh, we got a lot more to go over. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back.
3: This is Columbia Mayor Chaz Mulder asking for your vote in the upcoming city election. Over the last four years, we've accomplished a lot together. We've seen record-breaking job creation and investment. We've made infrastructure improvements during a time of unprecedented growth. We've led reasonably and responsibly even during difficult times. And we've maintained our momentum while keeping that Columbia charm. But we're just getting started. There's more left to do. Let's be proud of our growing community while working to grow responsibly by ensuring growth is paying for itself. Let's continue with infrastructure improvements so we remain well-positioned for the future. Let's keep investing in our public safety and law enforcement communities so that we can remain a safe community. And let's continue to unite behind a common cause of wanting our community to be the very best it can be when it comes to living, working, and raising a family. I'm Chaz Mulder. I'm proud to be your mayor, and I would be honored to have your vote
5: on us. <laughs>
3: Hey, this is Lewis Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in Middle Tennessee, 101.7 FM,
6: WKOM, Columbia.
7: My name is Debbie Matthews, and I'm the Republican-endorsed candidate for Columbia City Mayor. Columbia is home, and there's no other place like it and the city itself is special. But what makes us great are our people. And of course, we've known this all along. Now the world has taken notice and everyone wants to move here, so it needs to be protected. And that's why I'm running for mayor and I'm asking for your vote. We need to control growth and make growth pay for itself. We need to keep Columbia free and open, protecting our small businesses and churches from unnecessary mandates. We need to keep Columbia safe by hiring and maintaining the best police and fire in the state. And we need an economy that works for everyone in a city and a county that works together. There's no time to waste. The future of Columbia is in our hands. My name is Debbie Matthews, and I'm asking for your vote for Columbia City Mayor.
5: Paid for by the committee to elect Debbie Matthews Mayor, Ken MacArthur, Treasurer.
1: $10,0 truck. And tell me. Tell me you ain't got 800000 dollars <laughs> We are back, and this is the Huntboard <laughs> Sports Radio Hour. No. Uh, I am Drake. I'm with Coach Dickinson and Hello. Clayton, the Claw Harris, as Screaming Ted brings us back into the second portion of our show.
0: You know the conversations during the break are usually some of the better ones. Uh, absolutely, We're just not radio friendly. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what we, that's what we need to do a podcast for. There
1: you go. I you mean, I, just say anything and say anything and do anything. I mean, some of these podcasts, you know, they, it's pretty crazy. I've, uh, you know, but uh, the CFP came out this week. The College Football Playoff rankings came out Tuesday night, and since with this show is on. Monday at four, Thursday at four, and Friday at four. We have not. This is kind of the first time we've we've gotten together and talked about the CFP, and they just they just came on out. They just came on out and just ranked the Vols first. The, the hell with it. Vols going to be first. How State's going to be second. George is going to be third, and Michigan. No, was it Michigan? They had fourth.
0: Yes. Yeah. Michigan was number. One.
1: And and of course the committee knows that there's a lot more football to be played. I mean, you know, there's obviously a huge game this weekend that will determine uh, the rankings next week, and then when Michigan and Ohio State meet each other, that will knock that will knock somebody down a couple of knots and knocks and uh, TCU uh, and Texas. No, who is
0: it this weekend? TCU?
1: No, 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 no.
0: You were looking at that potential. Uh, I was, yeah, I was,
2: I was looking yeah. at twelve. Anyway, TCU plays Texas Tech this week.
0: Okay,
1: that's right.
2: That's Saturday right, at that, eleven o'clock, and right. TCU is at eight and a half point. And right.
1: so, and and it's almost, it, you know, God bless TCU. They're having an incredible season, and but it's almost as though the committee is kind of waiting for TCU to stumble. You know what I mean? And I understand they're in the Big Twelve. Yeah.
0: And that typically happens in the Big 12. Yes. Can I,
1: you guess what the over and under that game's going to be? 70? I would say I would probably say 72 points. 69 and a
0: half. There you yeah. go.
1: The high spread for the weekend. There you go.
2: They well,
0: they don't play defense in the Big 12. That's uh
1: never have, never will. In other top 25 action this weekend, Oregon State is going to Washington. Um Oregon State is ranked number 23. Number 17, North Carolina, is is going to Virginia. Um, Ohio State is going to play one of the worst teams in college football, Northwestern. I mean, there, there's nothing else you can say about it. I mean, there's nothing else you can say about it except that Northwestern is pitiful. That's right. And Ohio State will – Oh, well, they're uh, they're basically a forty-point favorite. So uh, you know, uh, Texas Tech, as we mentioned earlier, is traveling to TCU. Um, TCU is an eight and a half-point favorite. Number nineteen, Tulane, the Green Wave, who've been pretty steady, they're at seven and one. Um, they're traveling to Tulsa, and I tell you what, Tulane's favorite, but that Tulsa at home, you better be careful down there, Tulane. It could that could be a uh, an upset alert right there. Okay, number twenty, Syracuse, is traveling to Pittsburgh, four and four Pittsburgh, but Pittsburgh's a favorite. You know, Syracuse out of the dome, they play great at home, they played terrific ball in the dome. Um, they've lost two straight. Uh, they were six and zero. Oh, they've lost two straight games. You know they they might they might get well against Pittsburgh. I don't know that that game's a tough game to pick pick the winner on. Um, number eight, Oregon, is going to another one of the worst. Played another one of the worst teams in the USA, and that's at the Colorado Buffaloes, who are one in seven this year. I don't know who they beat for that one win, but they couldn't have been very good. Might have been Colorado State. Uh, Might it, have been. I don't. I can't remember. It was
0: but, there? There was no. It was a game because. uh, it was a Magic Eight Ball pick, I think. And really? They, and they won outright. Yeah. <laughs> is that right? That is correct. Yeah. Well, I'll have to go back and look, but yes.
1: Well, God, and so you're saying the Eight Ball got it, the eight Magic
0: Eight Ball got it right. I'm saying God bless the Magic Eight
1: Ball. God bless the Magic Eight Ball. You all, listeners out there, you need to pay attention to this Magic Eight Ball thing. It's the real deal. So uh, we've got a couple of picks here in about 20 minutes or so. So um, let's see. Let's go on down the line. Oklahoma State. Is traveling to Kansas. Number eighteen, Oklahoma State is traveling to Kansas. Uh, Oklahoma State is six and two on the year. Kansas is five and three, and it's basically a pick. Or Kansas is minus one. Um, so, Michigan State. Man, did you? What about the fight on Michigan State?
0: They're talking about assault charges being pressed.
1: Four. I think they just just suspended four Michigan State players uh, for that. I mean, mm-hmm. it was nasty, wasn't it? I mean,
0: pitiful, sad. was it just basic? I
1: I didn't even watch the game. Was it just basic? They beat him up in the tunnel.
2: It was after the game in the tunnel. They both come through the same tunnel. Michigan State branches off to the right. Michigan goes straight. And so there's some Michigan players. I watched some video of it coming down there. And six, seven, eight of them jumps one Michigan player. And then it jumps another Michigan player. And it's an ugly, ugly scene. Well you think security running there's it just up? no
1: place for I mean, there's no place for that in college no, no. football. It's ridiculous. And they probably and they with both of those teams entering the same tunnel like that, there need to be some logistics done on security. Right. I mean there needs to be some <laughs> it's pretty simple. You yeah. need you need to keep those boys, especially Saturday. before with it being rivals like like they are, before and after the game. You know they ought to hold a team off, get a team completely in their locker room, and then let the other team go in and do it as they come back on the field. Also, um, Well, so,
2: you, you, you as an adult and you representing the universities, you'd you'd really hope and pray that these guys would act like human beings. But you was, would hope there so. Wasn't
1: nothing human in what I've seen. Absolutely, it was ugly. Summer to golf balls and mustard bottles. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I mean it's just kind of amazing how grown human, grown adults can act like complete foolish idiots uh over a game of sports
0: come to a travel baseball tournament one weekend you talk yeah i mean good
1: just great. people showing Stop their
0: it. to me i i told i told a guy that i was with last weekend i said it's almost a form of child abuse to subject children to adults acting like idiots because i mean that that's that overshadows the whole game the whole tournament, when you have adults acting like idiots, is, a,
2: is that all due to COVID? <laughs> no, no, it's just, it's
0: just due to people not, not realizing that they're seven, eight, nine, ten-year-old kids. Right. I mean, they're they're children, and well, not. Well, we, just, hear,
2: we hear that on a Friday night, some nights
1: from the stands. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's just yeah, it's just fans and, and 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 people just behaving badly. Yeah, you know, it's just. That's and why. Just, that's why I don't. And, and I, not, I wouldn't
0: want to be an official
1: and not caring. So, anyway, uh, let's move on down. To, uh, number fifteen, Penn State six and two is visiting uh, Indiana. Then Penn State's couple of touchdown favorite, and at two thirty, uh, the Tennessee number one in the country, Tennessee Volunteers, are going to number three in the country as far as rankings go. Uh, both teams are eight and zero. Oh. Uh, and they're going, if you, like I said, if unless you've been living, unless you've been in prison or in jail <laughs> or under a rock, uh, Tennessee is playing Georgia this weekend and it's going to be, it's going to be about, ba- it's going to be, a, it's going to be a hell of a ball game. I mean, it's going to be a r- the real deal. Isn't it, probably- it,
0: isn't it interesting though, the difference between the polls and Vegas, you know, they, they, Tennessee is number one, according to the polls. But they're according, getting according eight, to Vegas, they're getting eight points. They're an underdog, correct? I mean, right. so so look at where the money's at, people. That's what you got to watch, right?
1: And the, and the money has been coming in on Tennessee. It, it
0: has. It has number don't from, get us wrong. It, it but, opened at twelve,
1: right? The the nut number was a double digit number, and it's well below that now at eight. Um, so the money has been coming in on Tennessee. Yeah, uh, and this is about, now, now Vegas. Mike,
0: this is the exact number they were with Bama. It it, it was about seven to eight.
1: Vegas might not, like you said, Clayton. Vegas might not be a believer, a vol believer, a vol nation, you know, believer. I think but, you're right,
2: but I think. I think Vegas is is geniuses, and they try trying to equalize the money now.
1: <laughs> right, and 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 I know, I, and people say, well, it all just depends on, you know, uh, where the money is and how it evens out. The the line is to even the money out. Well not every not all the time sometimes vegas vegas has some inside information they know how betting trends and trends from past history of games between two certain teams have gone and they know where to set that line in order to probably bring in the a little suction money in on the wrong side to most, make it make definitely. To, to make it look to make it look a little bit better than it truly is, but they're
2: anticipating a ton of points sixty
1: six and a half over under. That's correct, and and they they might get
0: it. Oh, I think it's oh, I absolutely think it's going to hit. There, there's no doubt. If you're going to beat Tennessee, you're going to score at least forty points. Somebody,
1: somebody, and, and I know that everybody's going to go, well, "Drake, you missed your obvious." I, you know, well. If it goes over, if it go if the point total goes over, I say it busted by a lot, like Tennessee, Alabama yeah, absolutely. score. Okay, uh, 90, if it goes if it, plus combined, if it goes under, it's going to be like a thirteen to ten game, which I don't see.
0: Unless it's a monsoon, I don't see it. I, okay, all right.
1: Now, if Tennessee covers, if Tennessee covers, they win the ball game. In my opinion, I agree. If Georgia covers; they're
0: going to cover by thirty. And let me tell you how they oh, you, you, co- you, you let me, let me tell you, yeah, and let me tell you how they cover by thirty. The Georgia defense ends up hurting and Hooker somehow, some way, and he's not in the ball game. That's, okay. that's how they end up winning by thirty. I don't see Tennessee laying an egg with him at quarterback offensively.
1: Well, let's keep let's keep an eye let's keep an eye on the on the targeting calls. Um, yeah, well,
0: let's see who the official is for Saturday for I Jason Autry's the official. And you
1: Tennessee fans, you, you might not agree with me, but there was a there's a couple of targeting calls that should have been called against the Vols against uh, against Kentucky this past weekend that were vicious, which they never stopped. They never even looked at it, and these Tennessee linemen, the defensive linemen, and and linebackers were launching themselves helmet first, in at one one shot was on the uh, one shot was on uh, Levis on the on the Kentucky quarterback, and they never even reviewed it. That, I mean, didn't even take a look at
0: it. So Steve Shaw at the SEC officials office in Birmingham should have to answer for a lot of this stuff. I want to know what the guy back in Birmingham that's the official replay official. During that game, what's he looking at? I don't know. That, that we're ha- not looking, and of course, you know what we're I mean? Alabama fans, but it happened in the Alabama game too. Yeah, on I, our I, quarterback, and we never heard anything from. We never heard an explanation. We never heard anything.
1: Can he? Can they be drinking when they review? I them mean, from home, I don't know. But I'm telling you what, uh, in Nalen Stadium, something happens. Something happens to those officials' flags, where they get suspended sewn into the waistband and they can't get them out. I don't they lose them. I don't know when they walk on the field and nail 'em them, nail them because those those flags and, and those calls were not made in the Alabama game in in nailing, in Neyland, and they were not made in the Kentucky
0: game. And that is a point of emphasis and has been a point of emphasis for a few years now. And not saying that's going to change the outcome of the game, but it's about the player's safety. It's about taking shots to the head and that's right. being consistent with that. And that's the thing. That's why I hate the targeting uh, the penalty. I think it ought to be like the NFL. It ought to be a 15-yard penalty. That's it. Ejecting kids out of the game, I- I'm not a big fan. Right, of right. Because there's some situations you cannot help. So either be consistent, calling it one way, or just get rid of it altogether.
1: Okay, before we get to the break, I'm going to run down these uh – We've got five minutes. Okay, we got plenty of time to go. Okay. Texas is going to uh, – number 24, Texas, is going to number 13, Kansas State, uh, this weekend. And Texas is favored. The 24th team in the country. That's another. Vegas, even though the ranking is, is, what, is what it is, Vegas is making Texas a two-and-a-half-point favorite at Kansas State. Uh, number five, Michigan is playing Rutgers, and Michigan's a twenty-six point favorite. Must be nice playing a conference There's maybe only one or two teams that can yeah. that can beat you. That's right. The whole year, exactly. Uh, so you know, uh, the rest of you, you just out of conference games, you just schedule a bunch of cream puffs, and you're looking really good at the end of the season. That, you know? yeah. yeah. And then, and then, like you're you're a Cincinnati, like Cincinnati made into the playoffs last year. Uh, and got the hell beat out by Alabama in the first round, right, Coach? Oh yeah, it was ugly. It was ugly. Um, number four, Clemson is going to Notre Dame. Clemson's three and a half point. That's that's my upset special. Is Notre Dame winning that ball game this weekend? I think they're going to beat. I think they're going to beat Clemson. Clemson's talking about starting their uh, freshman quarterback.
0: Yeah, uh, we, he got benched against Syracuse. Clobo or Clumbo or Cloback
1: or whatever. I don't Q-back or I don't know whatever his name is. I,
0: yeah, I think that's correct.
1: But that's a six thirty start, uh, and another good game uh, Saturday night, along with the Alabama LSU game, um, is Wake Forest at NC State. Wake Forest is a four point favorite. Uh, both those teams are six and two, 21 and twenty two in the country, matching up. And number twelve UCLA is that Arizona State, UCLA is only an 11-point favorite. They are number 12 in the country. Arizona State's unranked. And California is visiting uh, Southern Cal, number nine Southern Cal, and Southern Cal's a 21-point favorite. So that's your 20 top 25 roundup for this weekend. Uh, Ole Miss is off. So Lane gets to sit back in the recliner and – you know, he'll watch the Alabama. Tell the, tell the Auburn people he doesn't want to come to Auburn. He doesn't. You know, he wants to hire Dion. He don't want to come. He he wants to, he wants to do things his way. You know, and and look, Saban does things his way at the University of Alabama, and and Lane understands that. Lane understands, but I tell you what, coaches at Auburn they don't do things their way. They do things the way the booster Yellowwood man,
0: whatever Yellowwood says,
1: whatever Yellowwood man, whatever Yellowwood man wants done, they do. Whatever the administration puts in bugs in their ear, they do. So, you know, Lane doesn't want to step into that type of situation. When Lane, when it's time for Saban to move on, and 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 we talked about this over here, we think, you think, we think that Lane Kiffin is. Setting himself up to take over the reins after Coach Saban leaves.
0: Yes, absolutely. And he not only that, you know, he's come out and publicly defended him. We mentioned that on the Monday show after the whole thing with Jimbo. Uh, you hear nothing but praise out of Lane Kiffin when it comes to Nick Saban. And sure, he's in. He's in Nick's camp. It, it, it takes he's a, Team Nick. It, he is, and it takes a personality like Lane to be able to take over from somebody a legend like Sabin.
1: He's not scared. It it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't frighten Lane Kiffin one bit. Not afraid of the shadow. And Lane knows that 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 system is set up at Alabama to where the head coach is going to come in, and the head coach is going to have total control when it comes to football, just like Nick Saban does. Correct. Correct. And he didn't want to hear a bunch of noise from Yellowwood, Yellowwood, and a bunch of boosters, and 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 telling him what to do and how to coach, or a former, your former like in Tennessee you have a former head football coach as as your boss as the athletic director basically
0: that was a disaster
1: i mean you know yeah. come on come on tennessee you could do better than that the only you don't time, hire you yeah. don't hire a former head head a uh, football coach to be ad to sit there and bring in new football coaches and have them answer to Phil Fulmer. <laughs> that ain't going to work no
0: yeah. no that, that, that and it
1: didn't work no, it did not. You know, and, <laughs> you know, thank, thank you, Lucky Stars. You've got Josh Heupel to come in and uh, take care of business. Can I
2: put – can we reverse this thing? We talked about Michigan-Ohio State a few minutes ago. Let me reverse this, Drake and Clayton. East division – Michigan's 5-0, oh, Ohio State's 5-0, and oh, Maryland's three wins, Penn State's three wins, Rutgers one win, Indiana one win, Mississippi State. Go to the West Division, Illinois four wins, Purdue three wins, Wisconsin two wins, Iowa two wins, Minnesota two wins, Nebraska two wins, Northwestern two wins. I mean, Whoever wins the Ohio State and Michigan game will play Illinois for their
1: conference championship. It, it sounds like there's maybe three teams in that whole conference that, that have winning records. Three.
0: Don't do don't sleep on Brett Bieleman now. I'm telling you, he's done a heck of a job at Illinois. I mean uh, I mean they are much improved from when levy Smith was there okay
1: so picky's a good buddy yeah, yeah yeah all right hey I'm getting the eight ball out we're gonna we're gonna talk to it and make sure I'm gonna get these picks right for tonight this is the front Porch sports radio hour and we'll be back in two don't go anywhere Just me!
6: Roofing isn't something you think about until you need it. When you do, let Roof Systems, Inc. be your first call. Roof Systems, Inc. is locally owned and has been providing excellent service since 1983. From repairing roofs on small homes or installing new roofs for large commercial retailers, no job is too big or too small. Why choose Roof Systems, Inc.? Well, in our customers' words, best experience I've had with construction-related business. Honest, professional, friendly, and affordable. Call today, 931-398-5977. That's 931-398-5977. Seventy-seven.
1: Welcome back into the Front Port Sports Radio Hour. I'm Dre, and I'm joined by Coach James Dickinson and Clayton the Claw-Harris. Fellas, it's Thursday afternoon, and, the, you know, I don't know about y'all, but my weekend kind of starts on Thursday afternoon. I mean, you know, do, do a little something Friday to just say you didn't completely screw the day off, but my weekend kind of starts, you know, when I walk out of the station and we – You got a big Friday evening tomorrow too, Drake. Yeah, we've got – hey, we've got uh, Mount Pleasant in the playoffs, right? right? Mount Pleasant High School, folks. We're – Thanks, on Scott's Hill. All right, which is about 15 miles – South of here, probably a little southwest of here. First round of the playoff from Columbia. Uh, for all our listeners out there, because we we reach we re- our signals reaching all the way up into Davidson County, Nashville, and Franklin, and all around South Central Middle Tennessee. And the Mount Pleasant Tigers are in the first round of the playoff against Hill. I'm sorry, Coach, is that what you said, Scottsill? Scott mm-hmm. And our game day show, which starts at uh, five thirty, uh, right here on one hundred one point seven WKOM FM. Uh, we'll have uh, dignitaries and from the Mount Murray County Public School Systems, uh, Mount the City of Mount Pleasant, the high school uh, Mount Pleasant High School. So we'll have a number of people that we'll be talking to and interviewing and breaking down the game uh, for the first round of playoffs for Mount Pleasant. Um, and then we'll have the that that game Scottsdale and Mount Pleasant will be broadcast at seven o'clock. Directly following the game day show that starts at five thirty,
0: it will be. And, and also, Drake, you want to tell everybody we're going to have a special guest on this show tomorrow at four o'clock.
1: Okay, so if it, you guys that listen to or that, that listen to one hundred one point seven FM uh, before our show here at four o'clock, Tony Bosillo, bo Bosillo,
0: <laughs> Tony Basilio, yeah,
1: <laughs> but, uh, Bozo Silly, Bo, <laughs> Tony <laughs> Bosillo, is he does. I mean, does he do his show in a in a uh, orange and white cheerleading outfit, little skirt, and you know, does he do? Does he have? A, does he Does he have pom poms set up all around the? I mean, is everything orange in his there's, studio?
0: There's a lot of orange
1: because I, I mean, I've never heard a a, a program. And I know I know he broadcast, I I know the guy who went to Knoxville. He's a Yankee that
0: he's a Yankee. <laughs> he's a big Phillies fan, too. He's, a he's big, from Philly. He,
1: there you go. He's from Philly. He went to college at UT. And never left. And never went back to Philly. Yeah. And you know the difference between a Yankee and a, da- and a damn Yankee is a damn Yankee comes down here and stays. <laughs> yeah. All right. A regular Yankee takes his butt back home. But anyway, tomorrow, with if all the stars align right and and we stay on schedule, Tony Basilio uh, who has a big, big orange program? T- a call-in talk show in Knoxville, and is on a couple hours before our show starts at four o'clock.
0: Yeah, two to four.
1: Uh, we're gonna do a little interview. We'll do a little interview with him and talk about the Georgia-Tennessee game and break it down and give our get his opinion and we're gonna give our opinion. <laughs> and whether it be good, bad, or indifferent, I don't really care. But this is going mean, to be fun. All so, I know
2: this is going to be great radio.
1: There you go. So you all tune in tomorrow, four uh, o'clock. That's when the Front Port Sports Radio Hour starts, and we're going to have Tony Bosilly uh, on, and Mister Bosilly. Uh, <laughs> Thank Mister Bosilly is going to is going to enlighten us with all his all his uh, Knoxville. And UT knowledge, and I'll give I'll give you some credit. I was a few weeks ago. I was listening to him before the Alabama game. He, you know, they were they were confident. You know, they were not very confident. They were overconfident. I mean, I mean, but they backed it up. They did. So I can't I can't really say. You know, you know, you ran your mouth. You ran. your I see what happened. No, he ran his mouth. The callers on his show ran their mouths, and Tennessee's backed them up. <laughs> and so I can't. I mean, you know, what do you say? You know, we—I'd say Alabama needs a kicker. Alabama needs to catch a a, a a couple of balls in some very opportune times in that game, and we might not be having this conversation,
0: but we are, and that's D- defense got to <laughs> play better too. And absolutely, uh, they, they are they, with, with we, Ricks coming in at defensive back. that has been – Eli Ricks yeah, at about, Alabama, the LSU transfer. Yeah, that—that's been big. It is. Yeah. You know,
1: so anyway, uh, this weekend the Titans. Have the whole weekend off except for Sunday. Now, they're going to need the the – they better be getting some rest uh, so they can get their running – their track shoes on to catch up with Patrick Mahomes and his bunch on um, Sunday night. The Titans are a 12-and-a-half point favorite, and they travel to Kansas City. (laughs) It's a lot of – And they're trying trying to get Tannehill back in. Did you say Titans was a a 12-and-a-half point favorite? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The Chiefs are 12 and a half point that, wow I got that I got that yeah, wrong and I, are 12 and a half. I apologize I apologize they are the Chiefs are 12 and a half point favorites probably be 13 or 13 and a half by kickoff um and if the Titans have Malik Willis it's you know Malik's got a long way to go I, you know what I couldn't understand about Malik Willis was you know he looked pretty darn good in preseason
0: I know I, I mean Think about it. He did, he did not then, look prepared. And
1: then in Houston, he looked like Ned in the first grade. I mean, he had no idea what the
0: hell was going on out there. It was unbelievable. He couldn't even make his reads. It was. Uh, and I
1: mean, this guy, this guy is talented, uh, folks. I mean, he he is. He, he, when he was at Liberty, he said all kinds of just unbelievable. Just unbelievable records uh, all over the place at Liberty, and would just lighting the scoreboard up. I mean, this kid is the, is the real deal. He just might, you know. Well, the hats I, off to the coaching might, staff. All he, they
2: did, they settled him down late in the first quarter, early second quarter, and they, they explained to him, said, "Hand the ball to Derek Henry." Well, there you go. That's what they did.
1: And so, and the king, the king took the game over, mm-hmm. uh, and thank God he did because, uh, you know, the game was kind of in the balance there. I mean. Seventeen ten is not is is not kicking anybody's tail by no. any means,
0: and their offense, they're speaking of Houston's, was pathetic. Yes, they they were bad.
2: A the quarterback, they were worse than Lee.
0: Besides, maybe Malik Willis. I mean,
1: it, it, <laughs> it, it was not good. Well, uh, you know, I and, and so in this time of year, when you look at pro teams and look at pro schedules, you got you got to start. You know that that tanking question has to come into mind. You know what I mean?
0: I mean, if, I mean, think about it. If you're in Las Vegas and you got that brand new, and you've been there, you sent I mean, me a picture of you. In it's the middle beautiful. Of the field. Yeah, yeah. The I Raiders
1: mean, Stadium is gorgeous.
0: You got to put seats in that place. Bryce Young would do it. <laughs> yes, I mean oh, this this, oh, this car experiment has lasted. Almost a long, long yeah.
1: enough. Yeah. I think long yeah. enough. I don't, I don't, I don't know where he is on it. Derek Carr is on his contract with the Raiders, but I do not see them extending. You know, if if he comes up, they they probably should chip him off somewhere. It's, t- it's time to move on. I wonder, if, you know, Mar- uh, Mariota's four and four at
0: Atlanta, and he was out there. He was out there maybe you know they they're, they're going to if they stay on the pace of their their own they're going to be in the top 2 or 3 as far as uh picks in the draft next year.
1: Yeah, and I don't you know I I, I don't I would imagine the first quarterback go would be Bryce Young. I don't right. see how, I, I don't see how anybody else could jump in there it, unless unless there's a straight, particular pro style quarterback that you know what I'm saying? Sometimes, sometimes there are guys that come out of college that yeah. are just fit the pro mold, and they zoom up the board, and and, they, and teams want them. I don't think that because, I don't
0: think that person's out there though. Okay. I mean, and you're going to put a young quarterback with a veteran here like Devontae Adams. That's going to be, you know, it's going to be a good thing. Yeah. Okay.
1: Tonight, uh, speaking of quarterbacks, and uh, what what a job he's done and is doing for the Philadelphia Eagles. Jalen Hurts, former Alabama quarterback is now going to, uh, travel to Houston Astros. And, um, they're basically, the Eagles basically a two touchdown favorite, 13 and a half points. You might as well call it 14. Even
0: man. So you got a Philly Houston matchup in football and baseball.
1: That's right. Yeah. So, um, Anyway, uh, and then tonight you've got Game Five of the Astros and the Phillies, and the uh, I got the Magic Eight Ball out before I came in the studio this afternoon, and I sat there and I rubbed on it and I shined it up a little bit. I got out, I got a little micro micro cloth that I get out and I kind of shine the window real good so I don't make any mistake when when the when the Eight Ball talks to me, um, and tonight. The eight ball gave me the Houston Texans plus the points. And I'm not – quit shaking your head. I'm, not, I'm, shakin', I'm not. Not,
0: not shaking the head. i am telling you what. You
1: lose faith in the, in the eight ball and, you know, you're going to be on the outside looking in like I do. And the other pick from the eight ball is under the seven and a half total runs in the World Series game. So under in the run total World Series and the Houston Texans plus 13 and a half. That's the Magic 8 ball. That's what's up. We are out of time. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour for Coach Dickinson, Clayton the Claw. I'm Drake. We're out of here. Talk to you tomorrow, 4 o'clock.